At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the D.C. City Cast with Frank Hanrahan. Presented by Bet Rivers. It is the D.C. City Cast on a Friday. Beautiful. Beautiful day in the nation's capital. Of course, D.C. City Cast, as you know, is presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Download that app right now. BetRivers.com. I'm Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. Uh, feeling good about last night's picks. I uh, gave out the Celtics plus the three in the hook. And we got to talk about that in a second because I made a major gaffe. A, <laughs> a rookie mistake when it comes to analyzing the NBA Finals. I want to get into that in just a second. Uh, I gave out the Reds as a favorite against the Nationals who are really in a deep dark place losers of four straight including losing to the Cincinnati Reds last night I said yesterday if the Cincinnati Reds are favored at any time you must take them and they were favored last night and it wasn't even a sweat as the Nationals in three games now have only scored one run my god help Help if you're a Nats fans or a Nats fan. I mean, there is nothing right now to be positive about, I'm sad to say. Even Juan Soto's in a big-time Major League slump. Pitching staff stinks. Joanna Doan was not great, as we expected. And they lost again, did the Nationals last night. And the Reds were, were a slight, what, minus 129 when it closed? And... uh We'll look at the uh, we'll look at the line at Bed River Sportsbook in just a second. <clears throat> Excuse me, 
It's either allergies or lingering COVID. I don't know what the deal is. Um, but the Nats, man, 18 and 35, last in the NL East. The Bed River Sportsbook, as we've discussed, they're like plus $40,000 to win the NL East, so we know it's not happening. Reds are 18 and 32. And tonight's matchup, Nats actually may have a chance here because Josiah Gray is 5 and 4 with a 5.08 ERA. So they may actually have a shot tonight. Uh, the Reds are going with a uh, relative unknown in Mike Miner, who is uh, making, uh, I, I believe this is his first start of the 22 campaign because he's 0-0. Zero and zero. In 2021, he wasn't so bad. He was 8-12, 149 Ks with a 5.05 ERA. But as we check out uh, Bet Rivers Sportsbook, uh, it is the... Reds, who are yet again favored tonight as, uh, let me get the exact number here. I literally just had the page up, so why can't I find it now? 640 start, man. Come on. There it is. First game out of the, uh, the shoot. Reds are actually minus 143, and the Nationals are at plus 120. Run line, Nats plus one and a half, minus 175, and the Reds minus one and a half, is at plus 145. It was 8-1 to one last night, so the under 10 runs came through, and that's what the run line is tonight. Total is 10. If you take the over, it's minus 104. Take the under, it's minus uh, 115. But herein lies the issue with betting on the Nationals. If you can't score more than one run in the last three games, probably not the best decision to put your money down on the Nationals. Uh, so tonight... My release, we're going to go against a team that is on a four-game bender in the uh, Washington Nationals, and we're going to bet on the Cincinnati Reds at minus 143. Uh, the Reds have won nine of the last ten games at Great American Ballpark against NL East Division opponents that held a losing record, and that would be uh, the Washington Nationals. So we're going to bet against Josiah Gray. We're going to bet against the Nationals who... Good Lord, just can't get any sort of offense going. And that is my release tonight in the uh, in, in MLB. It's the Cincinnati Reds. Now, Josh Bell was the only guy who came through with a home run uh, yesterday for the Nationals. Their order stinks. Their pitching stinks. Everything stinks. Usually in these spots, you say, maybe we should go against the grain. The Nats are due. They've lost four straight. But they can't score. So until they score some runs, we're not going to bet on them. And that's why I'm going to take the Cincinnati Reds tonight at Bet River Sportsbook in minus uh, 143. How about that news out of Philadelphia, huh? Joe Girardi fired as uh, skipper of the Philadelphia Phillies. He said, you know what, bro? Underachieving 22-29 and 29 record, you've got to get to stepping. How about that? And the Phillies, do they, they play tonight hosting the LA Angels. I wonder what the ATS is after a skipper gets fired. But the Phillies are actually favored tonight over the LA Angels. <laughs> At BedRivers.com, Phillies minus 122 as they take on the LA Angels. So uh, Joe Girardi out as skipper of the... Um, Philadelphia Phillies taking a look at the uh, NL East and the odds. The runaway train is the New York Mets, even though they lost to the Dodgers. Do you know that? My God, the Mets are minus 420 to win the NL East. Holy cannoli. Huh.
Braves are at plus 400. Phillies at plus 850. Marlins at plus 3,500. And there's our Washington Nationals at plus 40,000. I guess uh, our guy Steven Strasburg is going to be making a uh, another rehab uh, pitching uh, outing tonight for the Rochester Red Wings. So let's hope this guy can stay healthy because there's got to be something that we have to look forward to as fans to go and watch this club. Yes, Juan Soto is one reason, and that's pretty much it, right? They got to get something else going, and hopefully Steven Strasburg can get back and be healthy. What is it, seven starts in the last two years? That is some kind of gig. Look, I'm not hating again. I've, I've said it. I'm not hating. I'm just saying. Steven Strasburg is pocketing $250 million for minimal work. Again, not hating. It's a great setup. Great union. Wonderful job by the players union to get your to get your to get your money. But my God, he needs to return at some point and help this team out. And he's got like what four or five years left on his contract. So again, Nats Reds tonight taking the Reds minus the 140 or so at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. All right, straight ahead. I want to get into the NBA Finals. And uh, Game 1 did not go the way that we thought when it comes to the way the series is going to shape out. I thought maybe the Celtics would lose by 2 or 3. Maybe they squeak out a victory. Not only did they squeak out a victory, they put down the clamps in the fourth quarter. Let's look back at what happened last night and preview Sunday's big game. That is next on the DC City Cast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanrahan from Visa. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg, same-game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Do me a favor, download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Frank Hanran from Visa on a Friday. The weekend is here. Felt like a, even though it was a short week, man, it felt like a really long week. A lot of crap going on in the world. So that's probably why. Uh, but uh, let's have some fun tonight, entertainment, get our minds off of what's going on. In fact, uh, at betrivers.com and betrivers app, do they call it an application? Betrivers app. On the NBA this weekend, Steph Curry to get over five and a half three-pointers in game two of the finals versus the Celtics was 250 at Bed Rivers. Now he can get it boosted at plus 275. Jalen Brown to record a double-double in game two of the NBA finals versus the Warriors was plus 350. It is now plus 400. I love the NBA finals, even though this league has continued to frustrate me with their replay and their god-awful coverage and... Um, yeah, we can get into that, too, in just a second. It's, it's always must-see TV for me because it's the highest level of basketball. 
Uh, even though the rules are all skewed now, you got your green lights on the on the sidelines. You can have coaches challenges. You uh, just flopping and whining and complaining everywhere. I mean, the the complaining's always been there. It's just the flopping is getting it's just so out of control. But I still I still fall hook line and sinker for it. We got one of the greatest shooters in Steph Curry. You got Golden State trying to really build a superior dynasty. Uh, you, you have to watch it. And I watched it last night. And I said yesterday on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers, I said, look, I like Golden State to win the series, but in game one, I like the Boston Celtics. Now, here is what I mentioned, the major league gaffe that I made. I had, you know, we talk about doing your own research. Well, yeah, I did my own research on the NBA Finals. And for some reason in my head, you know, sometimes you get stuck thinking away. <clears throat> like, I just thought the Celtics had home court advantage. So I'm sitting here for two days talking about having home court advantage. My God, man. Maybe people were polite. They didn't want to correct me, but it's a big mistake. I apologize. But now I know that Golden State has home court. So I was thinking, literally thinking going into last night's game that Boston was a three and a half point underdog at home. That's how good I thought Golden State was in this series. Even though to open up before game one, Golden State was minus 159 and the Celtics were like plus 135 to win the series. So for whatever reason, my brain clicked on, oh, Boston must have home court. That's why the series is close. And I stuck to my guns, even though I didn't realize, hey, hey, McFly, games in Golden State. So when I made the play last night on Boston plus three and a half, I'm thinking it's in <laughs> it's in Boston. <laughs> oh, my friend, I turn on the TV and I see it's in San Francisco. <laughs> and I'd already put in the wager on the Celtics. And I said, you know what? The hell with it. The fact that the Celtics are only three and a half point underdogs at Golden State makes me actually feel better about my wager until the third quarter came. And I'm saying, oh my God, what are you doing? You're down by 15 points. Of course, this is exactly what you saw happening. You saw Golden State just jacking up threes left and right. You had guys like Otto Porter hitting threes. Andre Iguodala hitting a three. Steph Curry with his, what, five or six threes in the first quarter. They're up by 15 in the third quarter. I'm going, oh, dude. You should have known. And you thought the game was in Boston. But it wasn't. And then something crazy happened. Now, in the back of my head, I'm always saying the number's there for a reason. Boston is getting three and a half points. They'll make a run at some some stanza, make it a little bit interesting, maybe a backdoor cover in the end. But they had other ideas. They outscored Golden State, and I know you know this by now, 40-16 to 16 in the pivotal fourth quarter. 40 to 16, and they actually started playing some defense. They actually started defending. They actually started rebounding the ball, limiting Golden State to one shot. And then they were making their shots, man. Al Horford was making his shots. Holy God. Jalen Brown, white off the bench. Pritchard was hitting threes. Everybody was getting in on the action except their best player, Jason Tatum, who had a terrible night. And yet they won by what? 12, 14 points? Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a hell of a series. And this goes exactly against my thinking of yesterday where I said, I don't think Boston has any chance in this series. Now, the updated odds for the series, the Warriors are now at plus 140. And the Celtics are minus 175 to win the whole thing. 
In one game, it can flip like that. I'm tempted to, to stick with my guns in Golden State. Stick with my guns. Now, game number two is Sunday night in San Francisco. And the line is pretty much the same as it was last night. Warriors now down to minus four. I think it would open up at minus four and a half at Bed Rivers. And now it is the Warriors minus four. Money line, Warriors minus 175, Celtics plus 145. Total is 215 and a half because they scored a lot of points last night. Baby flew over the number. My observations from game one to game two would be like this. Did the Celtics almost set the Warriors up by their lack of defense early? No, I know they didn't, but they they fell asleep so many times defensively in the first half. I was about to jump through the television or into the television, letting Steph Curry literally walk the ball down. No defense. And he just pulled up for three. And he would come off screens. He would get the high screen roll, and there would be no help or whatever. Nobody went over the screen. It's just basic stuff. Basic basketball was not executed at times by the Boston Celtics. But they sort of okey-doked the Warriors. Because in that fourth quarter, the Celtics flipped the switch, took their defense to another level. Uh, Clay Thompson was non-existent. Steph Curry was, was forced into tough shots. He looked a little fatigued late. It was like a completely different team in the last six, seven minutes. It was scary. It was really scary. And to think that the Celtics won this game by 12 points, going away, outscoring the Warriors 40-16, to 16, when Jason Tatum was 3 of 17 from the field. One of five from three-point range just had 12 points. Al Horford, man, was fantastic. 26 points. Smart had 18 points, actually played pretty smart. And Jalen Brown had 24 points. And then off the bench, Dwight had uh, 21. It's funny, when he signed that big deal with the San Antonio Spurs, like he got like a four-year, $70 million deal. I was like, who is Derek White? Well, now we're, we're, we know who he is. He's a sniper off the bench. Uh, Warriors, man, Wiggins had a quiet 20 points. Curry had 34 points. Thompson only had 15 on 6 of 14 shooting, but he was uncomfortable all night. Former Wizard Otto Porter came off the bench with 12 points, but uh, that that was the thing. In the fourth quarter, Golden State just looked uncomfortable. They were free-flowing for three quarters. Now they're saying that we were better, we outplayed uh, the Celtics for 40 to 42 minutes, but everybody knows it's the last six minutes really when it counts in the NBA is when they turn it on. But... If I'm Golden State, if I'm a Golden State backer, which I am, because I put some on them to win the series at minus 159 at Bed Rivers, I'm a little nervous today. I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned. But with that said, game two, will Golden State look like they did in the fourth quarter or will they find a way? Because not trying to X and O so much, but... It looked like Golden State wasn't running any sort of plays. It was sort of like dribble drive, dribble handoff, circular around, circular around, circle around the three-point line, and then look for a cut or shoot the three off a high ball screen. That was pretty much it. There wasn't much adjustments offensively. You have to think that between now and Sunday night, there will be adjustments. And... uh, 
if Golden State goes down to zip heading to Boston, whew, they're going to be a load of trouble. So I expect Golden State will come out guns blazing, although they did kind of come out guns blazing in game one. And even this series at 1-1. Now, again, the line is pretty much the same. Golden State minus four. Low, low number. It is in San Francisco. And my lean right now is to go back on Golden State. I liked them in the series. Too much firepower, too much pride. They're in San Francisco. I think they kind of made that mistake of, oh, we got this game in the bag up by 15. And it bit them in the backside. So there's that was sort of their wake-up call. The Celtics are going to be an absolute tough out. And we need to we need to win game two. Like if if we don't win game two, we are in a boatload of you know what. So for Sunday night's game I am leaning to taking, and I'll actually give out the Golden State Warriors at minus four. Jump on that right now because who knows what's going to happen between now and Sunday. Golden State is minus four at Bed Rivers. Total is 215.5. Not going to take the total at all. Not going to do it. Can't do it. It's just too dicey. But I will take Golden State minus the four in game number two on Sunday night in San Francisco. I do see outside of the NBA Finals that NBA teams are working out these prospects for the NBA draft. And let me just say something. God bless you for paying attention to this kind of stuff. I guess Johnny Davis out of Wisconsin was here in D.C. yesterday to work out for the Wizards, who ironically said he wants to pattern his game after Bradley Beal, which which says to me, why would you why would you? draft a kid who wants to pattern his game after a guy they're going to pay $245 million. Do you want another same exact person drafting at number 10? That's what they did last year. They drafted Corey Kispert, a shooter. Um, so they had, he was in town um, working out for the Wizards. And, you know, I see people on social media going bozo and gaga over all these kids. Look, man, it's all fine and dandy. And you can report on somebody's workout. I've gone to these things. You can't take anything from them. You get to see them in person. You get to talk to them for sure. But if you don't know who you're going to take at this point, but somebody wows you in a workout, like don't fall for that bait. And don't get too excited over one name or this guy or that. I mean, I used to fall into that trap, right? And get all juiced up about some kid coming to work out. And uh, Johnny Davis is the kid out of Wisconsin. I mean, he looks fine. They all look great. They all look great. He's actually the dude in the Taco Bell commercial. I'm like, that guy, who is he? <laughs> He's in the Taco Bell commercial. He could be there at number 10. He's 20 years of age. But let's not get carried away when it comes to the Wizards in these pre-draft workouts. Oh, my God. It's just so boring. And like I said, you get to see them in person. You, they they take some shots. They do some scrimmaging. Uh, they, I guess they talk to the team, whatever. But it's not going to, unless it's like some unknown coming out of nowhere to this workout who wows you. 
Like you can't put too much stock into these individual workouts because that's what they are, right? But God bless you. God bless you for caring so much about the Wizards and their number 10 selection. Selection. I used to go to these things years ago. I think the last one was probably, I don't know, 2015-ish, whatever. Um, but I do, what stood out to me, I remember years ago, it was my 2003, 2004, Steve Blake, you know, I asked him about where he was going to get drafted or if he expected to get drafted and, and homeboy was, he was, he was hell bent on being an NBA player. So I could, I could glean from that. Like that's one of the few interviews I've ever done where I was like, Oh geez, this guy, he, he's pissed. He's upset that I would even ask if he had a shot shot at the NBA. And he went on to have like the longest career out of those guys from the Terps. Then I think I saw a guy who had played, was he at Maryland? Jordan Williams, I think was his name. I was like, oh, this guy's going to be awesome. 6'10", 250, just killing people in a workout. <laughs> Lasted one year. Um, then I saw like Mark Keefe and Marcus Morris couldn't hit a shot during their, their, their individual workout shooting drills. It was a cool drill. Like you ran, you started off at eight and you'd go sideline to sideline. You catch it and shoot a 15-footer. They probably do threes now. This is, you know, when they were juniors or seniors. And you would, if you hit the shot, you go down to seven, down to six, down to five. You miss a shot, I go back up. And these dudes, it would take them forever to finish that drill. So I was like, oh, those guys aren't going to be good. And then they've had very good, solid NBA careers. So it's, there's nothing you can take from this except, hey, I was there. And these GMs and these coaches, they know what they're going to do. They just want to, you know, it's like, a, I mean, these dudes don't have a shot in hell to make the NBA and they're coming in. You know the names. You see these lists of kids. Like, oh, okay, well, all right. I guess we have to entertain that idea because they're from the area. We got to do that local tryout. They know who they're taking at 10. These, these workouts aren't going to change their minds unless it's a kid out of high school and they don't do that anymore. They've been scouting these players since they were in high school. They know. Oh my God! So I had to, I had to, I had to vent about these workouts specifically for the Wizards because my God, four years in a row they've gotten average to mediocre players in the draft. Sorry, Rui, got to get better. Sorry, Denny, got to get better. Kispert, you know, it's a one-trick pony. Sorry, I'm hard on this team. Sorry. It's pro sports, man. If you want to get to that highest level like Golden State, like the Celtics, you have to change your approach. And the Wizards are just doing the same old thing, same old thing, but you've heard me say that uh, many times before. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say this is who they should take, but they've got to go a different route when it comes to selecting positionally. There's a kid out of Memphis who I think... And I actually saw him play in high school a couple of years ago. Uh, Jalen Duran, 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 excuse me, big fella, power forward, big center, 6'11", 250. He's only 18 and a half years of age. So he started playing in Memphis when he was 17. And I look around the league and I see guys like Looney and I see guys like Williams with the Celtics. The Wizards need more of a guy in the middle who can pick up 
rebounds, blocks some shots. He is uh, he can run a little bit. I know it's a new age in the NBA. You're looking for three-point shooters. You're looking for ball handlers. <clears throat> but to change the narrative a little bit for the Wizards this year, that would be a guy that I would go after. And he is actually projected by many mocks to be at 11 or 12. Okay, and the Wizards are at 10. And not much is being said about this guy. Look, he's a big, strong, physical dude. And I'm trying to think who the Wizards have. You know, what are they? what's their starting five right now, if you think about it? It would be next year with Beal, Porzingis, Kuzma, uh, maybe Rui. Right? Then you need, you need a little more oomph in the middle because Thomas Bryant's gone. Um, trying to think who else played down low. A couple years ago, they were, you know, they were rocking with Brooke Lopez, man. So that would be something that I would look at because a lot of times I come on here and say, hey, it's not my job to tell the Wizards what they should do because ultimately it doesn't matter. Tommy Shepard's going to make a selection. But for today, I am going to say they need to not draft a shooter uh, because some of the mocks have the Wizards taking the kid out of Kansas. Very good player. Very good player, but dime a dozen. Like a six six swing guy. Like that's, you know, it's not going to change your franchise right now, specifically when you already have a guy like Bradley Beal who's going to be your guy at 250. There's your swing guard. Now they do need help with the point guard position as well. So those are two big things this offseason. Like, find a veteran point guard. I like Malcolm Brogdon. Probably won't get him because he's got a huge contract. What can you get up to get him back? And then Jalen Duran out of Memphis would be my selection um, at 10. All right, when we come back here on the DC City Cast presented by Bed River Sportsbook, a little French Open chatter. I saw that uh, Nadal advances on because of an ankle injury by um, Alexander Zverev. Those are always tough. This is why it's tough to, to gamble on tennis, even though Nadal was a big favorite. He does advance uh, to the French Open finals. Are you going to dare to bet against him in the championship? I don't think so. And then the women's final, huge underdog is one Coco Golf. So we'll talk a little tennis. We'll put a wrap on this show. That is next on the DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Handran from Visa. Bet River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Friday edition of the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook uh, rolls on. I am uh, Frank Hanrahan from Visa. And hey, cuckoo for Coco. Corey Goff to cover plus one and a half cents versus uh, one and a half sets versus Iga Swiatek. Was plus 160, now plus 175 uh, at Bet Rivers. Dot com. And you can log into BetRivers.com right now to receive a 20% live profit boost on any French Open wagers. So if you're thinking about putting a little bit down on Corey Goff, which I am on Coco Goff, just for the simple fact that it's such a long shot, plus 500, you never know what could happen. Iga Swiatek, who's, who's won so many matches in a row, is now down to minus 670, was minus 715 yesterday. But I'll, you know, I'll back the American just to have some fun. Probably won't win, but uh, 
it's a great, great value if you put some money on Coco Golf. And as we record this podcast, Casper Ruud and Marin Cilic are still playing. So we don't know who the opponent is for Nadal on uh, Sunday, but I'm guessing he's going to be in the neighborhood of minus 450, minus 500. Could be higher. I can't. I'm not going to touch it. He's just too good. He's too good. And the early lines are out at Bed Rivers for Wimbledon coming up. Novak Djokovic is the uh, favorite at minus 106. Nadal plus 550. Carlos Alcaraz plus 550. And depending on what the deal is with Alexander Varev's uh, ankle, he's at plus 900. So there's a little bit of tennis talk for you. All right, let's uh, recap what we're going to do uh, tonight. We're going to take the uh, Cincinnati Reds. Just can't bet on the Nats. They've lost four in a row. Can't score any runs. Scored one run in the last three games. Josiah Gray, yes, pitching pretty well, but needs some run support. And I don't think that's going to happen tonight uh, for the Nationals. So I'll, I'll take the Reds. And uh, that was at minus um, 137 right now at Bed Rivers. Nationals are at plus 117. Total is 10 runs tonight. But I like, I like the Reds again as a, a decent favorite to extend the Nationals' losing streak to five. And as for the NBA, we got the Sunday night tilt. I'm going to hammer the Golden State Warriors. I'm really going to go back on them. After such a disappointing fourth quarter, I think they have to come out better in game two or the series is over. Going back to Boston, 2 nothing is not going to be productive for them. So I will take a Golden State minus the four on Sunday night to uh, even the series and head back to Beantown. 1-1. And hey, like I said, man, it's probably not a bad idea to take the uh, the Warriors at value now to win the NBA Finals at plus 140. Jeez. I mean, I know the Celtics are good. Don't get me wrong. But are they that good? Maybe they are. Maybe I've fooled myself this entire time. Maybe I have. That's why it's always scary to bet on what you think is going to happen. Because more times out of not, doesn't go the way you thought. And specifically, game one did not go the way I thought. It did for three quarters. And then it and then it changed rapidly. All right. So uh give us a follow on Twitter at J Frank Handran at Bed Rivers at Vison Lime. We will uh, get in touch with you on Monday to recap all that went down. We appreciate you checking us out here on the DC City Casts. Presented by Bed River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Handran from Visa. See you. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk soon. Beep.